Hi, it's Sean with T-Shirt Voice Lessons, and today we're going to start a series talking about different styles of music. You're going to like this because whatever style you sing, we're going to talk about how to apply technique and also how to sing in that style, how to find your place in that style and how to phrase music and all that stuff because music is music. If you know how to phrase a Verdi aria, you can also phrase a song by Metallica, you know, so it doesn't matter. I, um, yeah, so we're going to start with rock music because rock music is where I started and I have some stories and stuff like that. So in fact, it's how I got here. And then some, some days we're going to do, uh, well, each of the days that follow, we're going to do a different style of music. All right. So rock music. Yeah. So how did I get here? Well, it all started in a lab dripping chemicals. <laughs> it, it actually really did because I've always had a strong musical interest and I always liked singing and I always liked vocals. And when I was like 11 years old, I decided I was going to be a rock singer and I started imitating singers and my brother used to play a lot of classic rock and his room was right next to mine. So I would sing like Led Zeppelin and uh, Rolling Stones and all that stuff. And as I got older, I started getting into other classic rock and then moving into metal. So it was the 80s. So that was perfect time for metal. That was like the golden era of metal, I guess. Singing to some Iron Maiden and, uh, you know, whatever else. All kinds of other stuff. Anyway. But I, I, I like the music and I always had it on the side. And incidentally, it, music on the side is perfectly acceptable. You can have a perfectly happy life with music on the side with everything else you're doing. In fact, today I have to do something scientific on the side too. I feel like I have to keep both of my brains. So if I do a lot of this, I have to do a lot of science also. I have to keep the two together. So I was in high school going into college and I always had this music thing on the side. I did some band stuff on the, in college a little bit. And there was a moment though, when I was in college, dripping chemicals, back to what I was saying, in a lab. I don't know if I was doing a, a titration or if I was doing like a, 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 like a melting point or something. I can't remember. But I was sitting in the lab, drip, 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 and thinking, is this what I'm going to do with my life? So I decided at that moment I was going to join this band that had talked to me about singing with them. And they seemed like they had a lot of potential, a lot of good originals. I thought they were going somewhere. And so I did the cliche thing. I quit school to join a rock band. <laughs> I am a living cliche. So I did that, went with them, and it didn't work out for a lot of different reasons. But I learned a lot of things. I learned that I was trying to to sing in a style that worked for me, but not in the ranges that a lot of the stuff they wanted to do were in. They had the stuff that just sat high the whole time, and that doesn't fit my voice. My voice fits a style that goes down and goes up and goes down again and gets some rest back and forth. It's a, it doesn't, it can't sit up there long, or I get vocal fatigue because I'm not a tenor. I'm a baritone. I'm a high baritone. So I didn't know that then. But I just thought I couldn't sing on pitch because I was trying to hit these high notes. Incidentally, when I learned how to sing, 
I, I fixed the problem in like two weeks. But anyway, but my point there is that I learned at that time how to sing in that style of music. And then out of that experience, I learned how to fit myself to the style of music by making the music fit me. And then the last thing was, uh, is how to, how to work the music and how to separate myself from the vocal color that I had to do for different types of songs and stuff like this. When I started out imitating singers, like when I was in high school, I was imitating their, their timbre, their vocal color, whatever you want to call it. And a lot of singers do that. And actually, it's okay at first, but don't do it very long because it's time to develop your own style and your voice. People want to hear your voice. And just like all these famous people that have unique voices, we know what they sound like instantly. You know that that's Billie Eilish or you know that that's like if it's the old time, older stuff, you know that that's Steven Tyler and, and Aerosmith. You know what he sounds like. It's a certain distinctive style, certain distinctive vocal color too. But that came about not by imitation, but by emanation. You want your style to emanate from what you want to do. It doesn't have to be your true voice, so to speak, because you're putting a color on your voice for the style, and that's okay. But it, it should represent what you want to represent. So we're going to talk about all this stuff. So in this style of music, in rock music, there are things to watch out for and there are things that you need to do. We're going to talk about the vocal color and how to separate yourself from the color of the voice that you need. And when I say vocal color, it's like your kind of unique sound, so to speak. Secondly, we're going to talk about how to style the music, how to phrase the music, how to approach it musically. And then third is how to, how to make it fit your voice and how to make your voice fit it. So vocal color. It's essential that you do not have what I call mandatory vocal color. I hear this a lot with rock singers and a lot with country singers. I used to have a country singer. Every time we did a warm-up, I've used this example before, but every time we did a warm-up, he would go, every time we do this, there's no need to do this every time you sing. It doesn't necessarily. I had a rock singer. When we do warm-ups, he'd spread his legs out, and every time we, if it was like a simple, he would do a, Yaw. It was like obnoxious sounding and it, it sounded terrible. It was a cheap imitation of a rock singer is what it was. So I'm going to give you very simple advice in a simple word, simple sentence. Warm up with a pure tone. Sing your songs with a colored tone. So whatever style you want, put that in your songs. But when you warm up, warm up with a pure tone. Just the awe, let the voice go. Don't put anything in front of it. Okay, that's one thing. Number two of this little subset of vocal color is that it's essential that you separate the vocal color from your voice placement. So your jaw has to be loose. Your throat must be super tall. This is essential for the rock singers because if you want to put a scratchiness into your voice or whatever, it can't come from your throat. If you feel... Pay attention. If you feel it in your throat, you are doing it wrong. If you feel any sensation in your throat, you are singing wrong. You can sound kind of scratchy as a vocal color because you learned how to do it with the front of your mouth. But 
it should not be scratchy feeling in your throat. You will not last decades like some rock singers who can last decades and sing with kind of an edgy tone, but because they know how to sing with an awe, booming awe space in the back of their throat. They have vocal coaches that understand the genre, so they get them to open up appropriately. So sing with a tall throat, very vertical, huge vertical space. Lift the soft palate up, relax the tongue down, just like we do all the time. And, and this is why when I tell you these things, we're not learning operatic technique. You're learning technique. Put your vocal color for rock music for an edge. You can do it with the, the, the cup of the tongue, like in the, the middle of the tongue and forward. You can also do it with the placement of the jaw and teeth. But be careful of jaw placement that you don't jut the jaw under your teeth. That's, that's a terrible placement for singing. You keep it down and relaxed, but you can put a little edge by an ah to your voice. Ah, you kind of lift the lip kind of thing a little bit. And that's how you can create a little edge, kind of bite into your tone. But you only have an ah space in your throat. Everything is done with the front of your mouth. Play around with the front of the mouth, tip of the tongue, middle of the tongue to create the edge that you want in rock music. Play around with the jaw placement, but never jut the jaw forward until you find your tone that you want. Find your timbre. Find your vocal color that you want. All right. Now the next thing. Musical. Music stylizing in this genre of music. So one thing that I learned out of the rock experience that I that really helped me when I went to study music because I was doing opera and music theater and stuff and it actually applied really well is that rock music must capital M U S T must be sung with drive and attack. You must hit your notes with power and energy and explosiveness. You can't float anything in rock music. The, the audience will die. They'll just walk out the room. You will die. Your performance will die. They will walk out of the room because you must sing with vocal attack. It has to be – think about if, if you know there's a debate about whether Elvis is the king of rock and roll, whatever, that's fine. But you know, um, Elvis sang with a lot of vocal attack in an era when people didn't sing that way. And that's why his voice was separate, separated out from that group. Uh, you know, people say Chuck Berry, and that's actually he does it too. Uh, he definitely does it. Uh, actually, one I like that I think goes before both of them is Fats Domino, who sang with lots of vocal attack, but it was kind of a more bouncy approach. But it, it, it just emanated and he drove it like crazy and and hit the music hard, and it was fantastic. And Elvis did the same thing. You know, when you hear that Elvis kind of cheap impersonation of Elvis, it's kind of like a holla 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 ho. It's got attack, 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 attack. <laughs> okay. And so it's important that you do that because that's how, that's where rock came from. The Chuck Berries and the Fats Dominoes and the Elvis Presleys and the, uh, the Beatles kind of did a little bit of a throwback. Well, they were kind of in between, but so I wouldn't even, that progression kind of doesn't go forward from them as much until they they matured anyway i'm not going to go into that but not to not to knock the beatles but this is a different style that they sang with this rock music style has drive and attack and wait a minute I'm just thinking about this. Yeah, the Beatles, I shouldn't say that correct. I said that incorrectly. When they started, they probably didn't, but as they evolved, they certainly had lots of vocal attack. It was happening. 
And it was almost like the vocal attack created the genre of rock that came out of rock and roll. And rock and roll didn't have to have it, but rock had to have it. So if you sing in rock music, if you want to be a rock star, the way to do it is sing hard and, and powerful. And even if, even if it's a ballad, the best rock ballads drive and they have energy. Look at Angel from Aerosmith. It's a mega power ballad. Look at, uh, you know, people made fun of the Black Album by Metallica, but guess what? They had some good stuff in there, and I don't know why I say guess what, but there's the, the Unforgiven is a power ballad of power ballads, okay? Whether you think that they were going soft because they weren't doing thrash music anymore, that's that's up to you. But that it's it had a drive and a boom and a power and an electricity and energy, and that's the way you must sing in rock music. It's mandatory. I'm not, I told you I don't give a lot of examples, and I don't like to give examples. Just start listening. Listening for vocal attack versus just a flowing approach. You know, in country music, some country music, I would say, could have a more of a flowing approach. If, when we get to country music, I'll talk about that. Some doesn't require that. Outlaw and stuff that, you know, there's a lot more vocal attack and that wailing approach that they do. But rock music, you got to have it. Okay. I said it pretty much the same thing over and over just because it's so important. Rock music, music theater, pop, all need it. All right, next. How do you fit in the music? Well, either you make the songs fit you or you fit the songs. And so when I was in a band, when I was in the band that I quit school for, and then eventually they said, well, it's not going to work out. Well, the reason why it didn't work out was partly because, you know, there's always ego conflicts. But the other thing was that I couldn't hit these they started doing their music. I was fine. I could hit all their music perfectly fine, but their originals and they had great originals, but their cover music they were going to do was all high and just sat high forever. You know, at the time they were doing like, you know, Rush and like uh, some other stuff. I can't remember, but it was way too high. And so it was actually the going into the 90s and uh, or it was it was also a bad time for a hard rock kind of almost metal type band we would have had to tweak ourselves a bit to to survive in the 90s anyway so it's it kind of was okay that i left that one but my point is that i was singing music that was too high it made me think i was a bad singer so i'm like i thought i was a good singer so all this time i'm a bad singer oh i'm eeyore from winnie the pooh and and i if you're like this don't believe it you're probably singing the wrong genre of music, the wrong style of music, or you're singing the wrong range, most likely, uh, because most genres of music fit many different vocal ranges. I would say 80s, um, 80s metal kind of sat high, I will have to say. Some of it wasn't, though. Some of it was middle range or lower. I could have found music for me as a baritone, high baritone, easily. Or I could adjust keys if as needed, but and and if you can't adjust keys or find music for yourself, write your own music that fits your voice beautifully, and perform in your best voice. I've said this once before or twice before in these podcasts. It's so essential to find music that fits your voice. So when you find the style, if you like the style of rock music, find music that fits your range as you are, and as you learn with me and stuff, and if you have a coach. As you learn with your coach, as you expand your range, then you can expand your repertoire. 
But for now, sing where you are, perform where you are, practice where you're going to be. If I haven't said that before, I'm saying it now. Perform exactly where you are in your best voice, your best range. But practice where you're going to be. Practice with some stretch and some effort to get to another place. You're also practicing with pure tones and then going into your colored tone that you use for whatever genre of music you're singing in. So remember these three things. Rock music, do not have mandatory color to your voice. Color with the front of your mouth and have a tall open space in the back of the throat. Phrasing must have attack and drive at all times. It almost never is going to float. Attack and drive all the time. Uh, Then the third thing is find music that fits your range. So essential, especially in rock music. You are so exposed in that music. You are so essential. You are so front person of the band that you must find music that fits you very well. You're not going to be buried in the music like in some other styles of music. All right, so that's my thing for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something about about uh, rock music tomorrow and the next day. We're going to talk about other styles of music, break them down, have some fun, and uh, and go from there. I'll try not to use any vocal examples. I'll add a few examples that you can listen to, but you go out and listen to the things that we talked about. Listen for the vocal attack that you can hear in singers and rock music. Listen to the ones that have a unique style and it have lasted for decades, even though they have kind of an edge to their voice. How do they do it? Because they have a boom to their voice that's created by a tall, open space in the back of the throat, loose jaw, stuff like this. Watch them when they perform. Watch singers when they get the hookup position, when they sing high notes. They have a the open chest position. This little bonus I just added. Uh, of course, if they if they trained with me, I would tell them to have that all the time and, and get it in the right middle place. But anyway, look at people. Listen to them. And... Don't imitate, but just notice the things that we talked about today and then find your place in this genre. If you don't sing in this genre right now, go play in it. Let's have fun. Like you heard it today. Let's go have fun and explore the genre today. And if you're a rock singer tomorrow, when we talk about like country music or something, go play in that genre, have fun with it. You don't have to be stuck to a style of music. In fact, it's how you expound, expand your horizons as a singer and as a musician is by listening to different styles of music. So get out there. Have some fun with this, and I will see you next time.